You are at the net. And welcome, friends, to another episode of the At the Net podcast, powered by Texmex Productions. Working the soundboards in the back of the house are our producers, D Mac and Dave the Brain. Time to say hello to your hosts, Craig Bell and AJ Shabria, as they're about to take us through three sets of tennis, talking life and all the news as it seems to them. Ladies and gentlemen, Craig Bell. Thanks to our Athenet podcast group for that fabulous introduction. Welcome, fans, of the great game. You're listening to Season 1, Episode 30 of Athenet Podcast with AJC and CB1. We're talking the great game of tennis as it seems, seems to us. Right. Thanks also go out to our good amigos at Tex-Mex Productions. That would be Darian D. Mac McBrayer, Dave the Brain, DeLeo from back of the house. We're on the soundboards, moving the dials and buttons to make it sound like real people. We're real tonight, yes, aren't we? Yes, we oh, are. Oh. We're here. We're real. And uh, we have a slight twist to our mount today. Yes. It's and not then, the same old thing. What's, nope. what's new? Well, let, let me also finish. Just, oh, just one little thing. Sorry. Well, I thought you were talking about iHeartRadio. Right? We're about, that's a we're, pretty we're big on, news for us. We're yeah. on iHeartRadio. Also, be sure to check out our good work on iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Spotify, Fireside, uh, you know, all the other stuff. Uh, Facebook. You guys are on Facebook, aren't you, right now? So you can see us right now. Let's mention Anchor. YouTube CastBox. Yes. Uh, Overcast, which is a big one. Breaker, which... Yes. Uh, Breaker, Breaker. I'm only hearing about lately, but I, it's a great thing. And Breaker, Breaker, good buddy. That's yeah. right. <laughs> and Radio Public, that's the Google podcast. Yes. And Anchor FM. Yes. We're there. We, we're we, there. We're there. And, you know, yeah. in, in the recent past when Craig would say, wherever you kids get your podcasts... It's it's true now. We're on so many yes. more all of a sudden. Yes. Uh, our following has grown thanks to you. So thank you, everybody. Yes. Appreciate and then that. Also, uh, if you would like to, to read the opening intro uh, and be an Athenet podcast girl, let us know. We're all, always looking for new female voices, aren't we? Yep. Sorry, yeah, guys. Even, even in a foreign language, we, might we love have. that. Yeah. And so uh, we definitely like women to read the opening intro. We don't like the guys. Sorry, guys. We're just... It's the way it goes. Uh, we're trying we're to, biased. Trying to do 50-50. We're two guys right here. Right. We both identify as, uh, you know, our pronouns with the he, him. That's right. Is. Yes. Yeah. I, I am a he and a him. Yeah. And uh, that's that's the way I like it, kind of, I yeah, guess. I'm not, I'm not going to go delve in the other side of Craig's that. not woke yet, like me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, woke? <laughs> now you're woke. Oh. Is that, I'm awake. Is that not awoke? I'm, I'm incorrectly using the past participle of... Um, of the verb to wake. Hey, Sorry. I'm a dangling participle. <laughs> there we go. I'm dangling. So <laughs> that you I'll, are. I'll let you all figure that out yourself. We used to, I had a, had a history class. No, no, it was a history. I think it was a history class. Okay, oh, you wouldn't know this. It wasn't English. No, this is a history class. Okay. You wouldn't know this. And Cindy was in the class with me. The love of Oh, Mrs. wow. CB, the love of your life. Yeah. The, the real CB1. And uh, the, the professor called our name, Craig and Cindy Bell. And he, he I kind of looked at him. I go, yeah, I'm. Uh, uh, she's ding and I'm dong. Dong. So I just left it that. <laughs> love it. Oh, love just it. a little humor to brighten the day. A little AJC. bit. It's okay. A little right. bit. You, we got to. You got to be something somewhat in the in the in the minute. And that Definitely. Was, that was in the minute. I just it was in the moment. That was. Yeah. That was improv. Doctor Dixon's history class, Russian history. That was what that was from back at Weber State. Weber State University yeah. in Ogden, Utah. Utah. Right. Where the Wildcats. Where it's snowing like crazy today. Really? Right now? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Hmm. It was 72 great degrees 
down in the Big D area today. Wow. Love it. Man, it was it, awesome. On a tennis court, it may have hit 75, 78. It was it might, great. It might have been. Coach Lama yeah. could probably tell us it was pretty warm up in Denton, too. Maybe it, was. It was, maybe it was 71. Maybe it might have been 70 in Denton because, you know, they're about 30 miles north of us. So that might have been just a, a, just a, 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 a tad, as we say in Oklahoma, a tad, <laughs> tad. just a tad uh, cooler up there. Almost to the Red River. But yeah. anyway, we've got a great show tonight. Yes. I think we're having a lot of fun. It's uh, a kind of a cool show. It's a double feature. We were able to tape an interview a Wednesday or two ago with Shauna Barish-Wilson of uh, the WTCA, SBW Tennis Academy in West L.A. She's another trinomial, isn't she? She is. She is. Um, and uh, she also works hard on – she's an entrepreneur, and I think everybody will love that segment of the show. Uh, huge entrepreneur, great mind. She runs Home Courts and Tennis Pal coaching app and Tennis Pal in general, and she's partnered with all these remarkable names like Billie Jean King, Judy Murray – Pam Shriver, oh. and it's a moving and shaking kind of a company, I, so I we want so. you to hear all about it. Right. And it's also an entertaining interview because we talked about, you know, her whole, her first concert happened. To, I'll ruin it for you. It was MC Hammer, and we had a good time of that. Hammer so, time. Hey, it was Hammer time. She is too legit to uh, quit. To yes. Quit. <laughs> so so okay. let's get into this segment where wow. we're going to chill, and I get to grill CB1 a little bit about the Australian Open. Yeah. But first, should we get the story behind the story yes. on this great day in tennis yes. history? We've got two really interesting stories. Good. One involves a birthday that would be of the great John Patrick McEnroe. Junior. Junior. Oh, yeah, Junior, that's right. Call him. Yeah. Born in Wiesbaden, West Germany. Yeah, his dad Today. was an attorney and was in the military at the time. Not necessarily Germany, but back when it was West, West Germany. West Germany, yeah. In 1959. So he's, I'm about. Let's see, so I'd be 11 months younger. You were just a kid, yeah. Just a, just, right. a, just a mere pup when yeah. Johnny Mac was born. Yes, yeah, so. Johnny's 61 and you are just 60. 60, yep. Yep, so he bursts onto the scene, as, if we remember, in Wimbledon in 1977. Qualifier. As, as a qualifier. Can you imagine that? You, I think you had to win, what, three, maybe four it was rounds? three matches. I, I happen to know uh, two guys who roomed with him that year. At uh, Wimbledon? 77, yeah. Wow. And they rented a house near the village. Both, or one lives in uh, Northern Cal, one lives in SoCal now, but they raved about him just as a tennis player and as a force. And the guy didn't just qualify. Like, you don't know you don't know if you're going to win those three matches. Sure. Then he rips through five matches in the main draw. Right, so eight matches in, in, two, in less than two weeks. Unreal. I mean, that, that's, that's a lot of tennis for, yeah. for anybody. Even if you're in great shape, that's still a lot of tennis. That's more than what... If you were just to start in the main draw to win, you only have to win seven. And so, folks at home, the qualies back then, three out of five. So it wasn't like uh, a short match. These were yes. his ninth match was yes. uh, the loss. His eighth match was against Phil Dent, if I recall. Uh, beat him in the quarters and then lost to Jimmy. Veteran, amazing, world number two at the time. And uh, Jimmy lost the next right next day or two, two days later to uh, Borg. So Johnny Max had quite a colorful life, if we recall. He married to... One Tatum O'Neill, which that was a train wreck waiting to happen. It seems like that was <laughs> two people destined, you know, that had the apostrophe yeah. in their name. So that that was not, you know, you know, Mac and Mac yeah. kind of with a little bit yeah. of an O'Neill kind of yeah. a little bit right there. Yeah, that was kind of. I don't know if that was that was throwing gasoline on yeah, on yeah. on the fire yeah. to seem like they were, you know. Uh, not meant for each other, but but now married to Patty Smythe of Scandal. That that seems to have worked pretty well. That worked I, so well. I would not have never. I would have never guessed that Patty Smythe of Scandal would have married John McEnroe. Would you've ever? 
I, yeah, I, I never would put guessed, those two together. I don't I know, know where they she met. Was, I, I, there was an edge to the rock sure. that, that they played, but it was a. Uh, yeah, I, I associate him more with Keith Richards or The mm-hmm. Clash or right. Jimi Hendrix. Right. More the the hard rock or, right. or maybe even punk. Right. I just, I've actually seen him with a pub. He was uh, he took his Nike tennis shirt off. He had a Public Enemy shirt on once at an EXO yes. in the nineties. Right. That's yeah. a hip cat. That's a hip dude. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. hip. And his wife is completely cool too. If you've yeah. ever seen the sixty minutes, uh, I urge you to you know look it up on YouTube. Um, with he with and Patty. He and Patty talk. And, and Patty was so real and so perfect for him. And you just wish he'd married Patty in 1985. He, she wouldn't put up with any of his bull. He's bull, amazing. BS. She's, she's I amazing. say BS. Yeah. I'm about to say yeah, another a, word, but yeah, uh, I think that uh, horse hockey. Mm. She doesn't seem like that. She's uh, she she has her. She I mean she was top in her industry, top on her oh, game yeah. at the same time she met him. So yeah. Uh, yeah, he still looks great. I think he's in pretty decent shape at, at 61. The Mac still looks pretty darn. good. I don't think he's serving 115 anymore, no. but he's serving over 100, and he's so fit. And he gets to a lot of balls, and his slice is nasty. And uh, I'll, I'll, I, I've gotten a chance to hit with him once and play doubles against him once. And both times I'll use the John Yandel line, he warps the time-space continuum when you play with him. Yeah. Like, I you mean, don't yeah. think he's hitting that hard, and holy cow, it's All good. of a sudden, it's, yeah. And you think you just hit a great lob, and he's, you know, on the tall, I mean, he's six feet tall, maybe five eleven and a half. Now, he gets to any overhead, like a Pat Rafter or a... Uh, Pete Sampras, he's he's a remarkable player. I think he's probably in better shape today than he was back in 1977 when he was playing the Wimbledon qualifier. He he looked mm. a little pudgy around the yeah. edges. Strong, quick, but, yes, yeah, but, but yet elastic, not, but not as fit, but not as skinny it, it, it and had fit good and wiry. And a good oh, he had lots of that curly hair. That's right. <laughs> he had some good hair. But so happy birthday, Johnny Mac. You know we love you, buddy. So and and we wouldn't be complete. Uh, we talked about rock. We talked about a little bit of hip hop, art, art, Renaissance guy. Learned yes. a lot from Vetus Garlitis. Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. Uh, wrote that song "Ode to Vetus" when he was with the Johnny Smith yes. band. Yes. Speaking of Patty, Patty wasn't actually in it, but he just named himself that. And I think it, this is the anniversary around the anniversary of Vetus's death. Ninety-four. I remember yes. he was forty. Yeah. About twenty-five years. Let's see, twenty-five, twenty-six years ago. Twenty-six years ago. Yeah. Great guy. Sad. By Sad. all accounts, uh, the Lithuanian lion. Uh, passed away yeah, around this time. They said that I do have a question for you. Um, was he called the Lithuanian Lion because he went to Colombia or because of the hair? Uh, you know, uh, that, it was just a Bud Collins term. I just, okay, okay. I just knew Bud Collins. He always liked yeah. to give nicknames to, Amazing. to, to really good players. Alliterative mm-hmm. and sensical, yeah. sensible. I think he called nicknames. John McEnroe McBrat, didn't he? Yeah. I think he, yeah. Was, he called him McBrat. And then, he, then uh, what was uh, Jimmy Connors was... Uh, uh, the Belleville Basher, uh-huh. and, and he loved to call uh, his overhead the sky hook. The at sky Wimbledon. Hook. I just loved it. I always wanted this to, thing. Just I was listening, and you could hear at Wimbledon. You hear Bud Collins go sky hook, sky hook. He just kind of just yeah. it wasn't very loud, but he always go sky hook. Yeah, Bud Collins had me actually believing that every net judge at Wimbledon mm. had the same middle name Fortescue. The, uh, fingers and their yeah. first name. Yeah, <laughs> like whatever, some first name. Fortescue and then something, right? And fingers was in there, right? And I thought, damn, that's some sort of dynasty. Yeah, that, uh, that they must all call be them like nets. royal blood handed down or something, From generation to generation. And, this is like yeah. the seventh generation Fortescue, yeah. who's called the the 
the the uh, center court matches at Wimbledon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and this and happens to be fingers. Happens to be fingers Fortescue. Yeah, that's what you get for being an <laughs> eight-year-old dork watching Wimbledon on uh, whatever Bud Collins is broadcasting so on. Shout out to Bud Collins too. I, I, that guy, he was he was amazing. Yeah, he remarkable. Was just, he was just an unbelievable, great journalist. Had a lot of funny, funny, just a funny. Uh, wore the funny pants, funny, yeah. funny clothes. He was the first one to really uh, bring that kind of. I think energy clothes wise. Yeah. Uh, there were some other people like Ted Tingling. He 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 definitely did on the women's side. He he would uh, outfit the ladies, but on the guy side, I think if you look at at, at somebody who's kind of a, uh, uh, I wouldn't say a different character, but yeah. just an interesting dresser. He, he brought attention to himself. Oh, he he was the first one that he really did. really came around that I kind of recall in my uh, my little realm. I mean, of the it world. might have been like a pink and white Oxford. But the pants yes. would have lobsters or tennis yeah. balls or something. Something. Something crazy, mm-hmm. colorful, yeah. It's like loudmouth golf. The loudmouth golf pants, you know, those are pretty cool. If oh, you, yeah. People have watched uh, uh, curling. You know, it was oh, about, yeah. about three Olympics ago, the ice curling team from I remember Canada. It. Canadians, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they, they had loudmouth golf, golf uh, pants. Gear. Yes. Uh, so Canadian pants. jerseys, if I were yes. polos or whatever. But they had loudmouth pants. But then pants. pants are crazy. Oh, yeah, I went out. I've got a couple of loudmouth pants as well. Yeah. I went out and bought some. I just think that they're kind of, they're pretty funny, funny mm. stuff. Anybody who wear a hat like this, doesn't matter, right? So, yeah. So, see, who else we got watching? Hey, shout out uh, to Jeff Kennedy. good group, yeah. Walt Williams, Hector Valentin. Oh, I love those guys. Yeah, my friend Derek. From uh, oh, New Mexico. Mexico, right? Yeah. Chad Barron, Sean's the man. How about Ozzy Sean? Right now, he had some day, love for, for this hat. Ozzy Sean, former guest on the show and a good right. friend. Yeah. So, yeah. so anyway, so shout out to Johnny Mac. Also, we've got one other story that's kind of kind of interesting. I oh, think cool. on February sixteenth, this is back in nineteen twenty six. Wow, nineteen twenty six. So this is just after suffrage. Yes, and during the Great Depression. Right. Yeah. In, in prohibition, probably. prohibition, prohibition right. was going on post World War One, yes. and uh, well before Third Reich Rising in the thirties. So this this is this is kind of cool. We we we're diving back deep into the annals of 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 uh, tennis history. I was about to say American history, but mm-hmm. it's not uh, American tennis history. But this is because it's European and American. Mm. We do have involved in this in one of the most hyped and anticipated matches in the history of the sport. So you start thinking of the history of the sport. I mean that's. That this is uh, this must have been pretty boffo back in the day, right? Uh, Suzanne Long 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 of France, uh, of France. So should we say France? If it's Long Long, we got to say France. Oklahoma Public Schools did you well? They did. Uh, yeah. yeah, I learned a little bit. Uh, beats American Helen Wills, and then when did Moody come on? Uh, when she got married, yeah, to our very own Bob Moody. No, 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 no not Bob no, Moody. That's yeah. Moody, but uh, yeah. No, she, uh, yeah, she, I, I didn't realize at yeah. that time she, she was, was not single. yet Helen Wills Moody. Yeah. Right, she was just Helen Wills. Uh-huh. 6386 in Cannes. Is it Cannes or Cannes? They actually say Cannes, France, Cannes, and it's in Cannes, the France. south, yeah, near Saint-Tropez, all that. Right, uh, down, down, down in the, the Mediterranean. Yeah, yeah, kind the of nice, near Monte Carlo and Nice and Marseille and all that. Where you can smell the money in the air. Kind of, It smells rich, right? Yeah. <laughs> Even the brine <laughs> off a yacht smells like uh, yeah. Yeah. Money. Franks. Yeah, it smells money, yeah. yeah. Okay, in the final of the Carlton tournament. So I didn't know Carlton had a tournament in, in Cannes at the mm. time, but they did. And the only career, now this is their only career meeting, so that's kind of interesting that the two ladies never met before because they were two tennis legends. It's sort of like how... I'm trying to think what's what's like that now. It, it wasn't. A, it was a tournament. It wasn't a slam. It wasn't a oh. Fed Cup. Fed Cup didn't really yeah, exist back then. I'm trying to think of Pete an overlapping. Sampras yeah, and Roger Federer didn't overlap a ton, but 
they played that 7-5 in the fifth yep. five-setter right. at Wimbledon. I think it was fourth round of 01 Wimbledon. But, but I never heard really Roger Federer at the time. I mean, I, it, I, I just knew him from being at the top of the ITF World Junior rankings right. in like 98-99, okay. something like that, or 97 he, he, he wasn't even on my radar screen. I just, like, who's this kid beating Pete Sampras? I mean, God, like, I mean, it, uh, Pistol Pete was pretty, pretty Craig, good. Craig, I was the lucky one there. My wife and I honeymooned one month before that match. We were in Paris, and we saw him on an outer court. Oh. And I thought, this kid plays a bit like Sampras, similar clothes, similar moves, similar He's got a chance. You know, body type, same racket. Even the sound off his strings it was the same. Similar. Yeah. And uh, I thought, oh, this kid's going to be top 10 one day. And then one month later, beat Sampras at Wimbledon, which is, yeah. you know, some crazy feat. And then he was he did better than the top 10 prediction I had for yes. him, right? Right. He's, he's he did, done pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's... he's, he's Kind of ascended to the maybe the top of the top top of the mountain, but anyway. So so it's hard to say if you're thinking about two ladies playing tennis at that time or two greats. I can't think of really anybody that uh, I'm trying to think. Would it be Rod Laver maybe and a Jimmy Connors Bjorn Borg maybe? Yeah, inter era. Yeah, because it's sort of the little overlap. Because you know Laver and Rosewall. You hear about that amazing match at Moody Coliseum here in Dallas. Mm -hmm. That was seven six or seven five in the fifth, Mm -hmm. and Rosewall won it. No relation to. Different Helen, Moody, yeah. Not Helen Wills. Yeah, either. but but their their careers overlapped a lot. Yes. Right. Uh, but, yeah, you, so who were the two you just mentioned? Yeah, this would be Suzanne Longley. Yeah, no, sorry. I, oh. I, meant, I meant the two you mentioned with Inter-Era. Oh, oh, oh. Like, uh, maybe, uh, like, like a, a Connors, Connors and maybe Laver. Laver. That's yeah, a good... Laver's at the end of his career. Connors is just coming on in the seventies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, Good I wouldn't. Call. I wouldn't think Ash. Uh, maybe a Borg against Laver. Did Borg? Borg and Laver did play in Hilton Head. Yeah, and so, they they sometimes replay or I've seen that on YouTube more than once. Sure. And that's a good-looking match. So, so something like that. I'm thinking maybe uh, Lindell, maybe Agassi. Would that have been kind of Lindell at the end of his career? Yeah. Agassi kind of at the beginning. Possibly, yeah. or maybe I, I'm trying to think if there's a women's example too. Yeah, uh, uh, Graf Serena. Yeah, Graf, Graf Serena. Venus, Gra- yeah. yeah, they played. They definitely played some. How about this? How about speaking of French, '99 French final. Roland Garros. Uh, Hingis favored pretty heavily over yes. Graf. The Swiss and missed. Steffi won the match. Yes. yes, she did. And that was a controversial, difficult match. Right. The the Fraulein, uh, what, uh, what did Collins call her? Fraulein uh, Forehand. For, Fraulein yeah. Forehand, right. Yeah, another uh, Bud Collins Another alliterative reference. Collins reference, yeah. Yeah, so there, there's a few of them out there, but I'm just trying to think. They said in a really anticipated match. Obviously, the Internet wasn't around. TV wasn't around, yep. really. Yep. Movies uh, were just probably starting in the the audio form as opposed to just being silent. That's right, so, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I can see how this would be really heavily anticipated. But anyway, I'm going to finish it up. Uh, the AP calls the oh, encounter yeah. a wonderful match between the greatest women players of the old and new world. So, I mean, that's... Yeah. yeah so here, once again, you're, you've got... Yeah, France, the, U.S. The balance of, of uh, the kind of the old versus the new, which packed the stands with enthusiastic supporters of the two contestants and brought together huge climbing crowds outside the gates who were unable to get in. So some people could even get in. So that sounds like a, a Brooklyn Dodgers World Series kind of a, a matchup where kids watch through cracks, that kind of thing. Or little peak holes or That's something like cool. that. Fans unable to purchase tickets sit on rooftops of neighboring houses to catch a glimpse of the two women's champions. From the point of view of tennis, the contest was not what had been expected, but after all, the interest uh, lay in the meeting of Suzanne and Helen. Long deferred at one time, thought never to have come. Uh, reports to AP for weeks, little else had been talked of. So, I mean, that really? was that was kind of the big thing that was happening in the world 
women's in tennis was huge back then this day, too. This day, February right now, uh, February sixteenth, nineteen twenty six. So be ninety four years ago today. Yeah. So we start thinking. So this is twenty twenty. You start thinking about okay, in in nineteen twenty six, that would have been you know ninety four years ago. Then people were talking about this uh, around the water cooler. Yeah. Or, you know, and the score the was, yeah, and the score was six, three, eight, six. So we know it was a two out of three. Right. And we know that they played advantage sets, no breaker yep. at six all. Right. So that's not bad. Pretty cool. What Heck happened on February 16th, a couple of big, big uh, yeah. items with Johnny Mac and uh, Suzanne and Helen. Helen Wells. Right. Awesome. Right there. All right. So should we move awesome. on to our next uh, Let's segment? move on. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about Bud Collins crazy apparel. I want to talk a little bit about your tennis shorts, Craig Bell. Oh, my shorts? They're red today. Well, yeah, yeah. These, these, <laughs> these cool ones. But you did a series, I believe it was 11 or 10 of 10. them from 10. Australia. You probably know this at home, but Craig went to Australia for, was it 12 days? Good day, Mike. Good day. Just like Sean. And you did. Good day, Mike. And you did, uh, you did 10 installments yes. of tennis shorts. Yes, which was about, one, little, a about yeah, one a day. About one a day. Uh, except the travel days, and these are these were short films in a way. Yeah, basically yeah. short vignettes, maybe of about uh, anywhere up to two minutes, maybe. And I did one a little bit longer, so yeah, hence ten shorts. Yeah, you know, kind yeah. of double kind of short. Yeah, yeah, means two right. things. I love that. Yeah, yeah, kind of fun. I'm, I'm surprised that uh, nobody's ever thought of that idea. I'm happy you did. I'm happy you did them, and I enjoyed the. Uh, obviously, I loved the ones from Melbourne. I really dorked out on the the practice footage that you sent us. Uh, and I put most of it on our social media also. That was a blast. Some of it, I did some music to it. Some of it, I just left the ball sound, yeah. which, yeah, which is priceless cool. also. But uh, there was one where you were in a, was it a sports bar? Yes. Where you were watching some matches, yes. and you weren't in Melbourne. You'd gone over to Sydney, we were in Sydney for a couple days. Time. We were in Sydney, yeah. And, uh, and that was a blast. And you had some insights. I'm, we're going to talk about the AO experience in a couple of minutes, but yep. I want I'll your perspective. Re- recap. Yeah. Okay. I, want, I want to recap of, you did some really brilliant analysis, and any dork can do a spreadsheet of the greatest of all time and, you know, wins and losses and stuff like this. Any idiot can chime in about my opinion about so-and-so. Like, I like McEnroe, you might not, you know, that kind of stuff. But you did both, and you synthesized a lot of things, and you came up with some uh, some great analysis of all-time greats. I was thinking that I had this idea. We we were, uh, John Ingram and I were kind of, going around doing things. And I, I told John about this idea. I thought, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of interesting. You know, obviously the, the three greatest players of our time are all in the same period of time. You know, they're all competing. Roger Federer, Rafael Nadal, and Novak Djokovic. Unquestionably all in the same era. You know, I mean, th- that's that's a, a crazy. Right. Crazy great. I mean, crazy great. And they've pushed each other, and it's been really remarkable to watch. Yeah, so I was bouncing this idea off of John. Uh, and I said, you know, I want to, I want what's the next period in time between men and women? When, when have three players ever come across the, 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 the landscape, the tennis landscape kind of, you know, from the open era, 68 yeah. forward. And I was sitting there going, you know, John wanted to go to the opera, which that didn't interest me at all. So. The, opera house, the legendary Sydney Opera House. I, you know, I stood out in front of it, took a I'm picture. I'm sure you wanted to look at it, yes, but he yes. wanted. To, he's a musician and he a is, singer. He is. So he went in. He, he, uh, Don Giovanni. And yeah. Oh, I, he saw the. He the, saw it. Yeah, and that was three hours. And so I figured I had three hours better to uh, uh, you know, look into the uh, this this thought process. You're such a sports guy, man. Yeah. So I, I actually it took me about three hours to look. I, I actually looked at every year from 1968, men and women. Australian Open winner, 
French Open winner, Wimbledon winner, and U.S. Open US winner. Open, yeah. All, only the Grand Slams from 1968 forward. And, and, you open know, era only. Open era only. All right? So you start thinking about, I can almost do this off the top of my head. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I know you have notes, but. Yeah. I'm, I'm, no. Oh, yeah. My notes, I probably have about, it took, it took about eight to ten pages, you know, to do this. And. Because I had time, and I was just sitting there going, okay, how, how geeky can I be? And i got three hours to kill because John's... You know. I know the answer to that, but they, <laughs> they needed it. <laughs> yeah. but, but, uh, so I sat there, and I literally looked at the Australian Open, all the champions, 68, and I wrote down their names. And I saw, saw you know, we all know that, you know, Rod Laver was good, and Jimmy yeah. Connors, and Pete Sampras, and, but, you know, those guys didn't play with each other. You yeah. know? And, and then on the women's side, Margaret Court obviously has 24 uh, Grand Slams, uh, some, some before the open air and some after the open right, air right. started. 60s, yeah. Yeah, so it was kind of a little bit of both, whether, whether you count those things or not, because really people didn't go down, players didn't go down to the Australian Open that much, yeah, you know, much. even into the 70s, maybe into the early 80s. Even Johan talked about that Greek yeah. a little bit when yeah. we, were, we were talking with Johan a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so you had Serena, Serena with 23 and then Steffi Graf with 22. Now, if, if you look at those three players, now they they are obviously legendary in women's tennis. Court Williams Graf, but they all didn't play at the same time. Right, right. Williams barely played with Graf, and but Court never played with either one of the, those ladies. So you start you can't really look at it from that standpoint. I mean, these guys, it, it's a a really rare occurrence right now that these three are playing at the same time, and we're watching all three of these mm. these players because there's really you start thinking about all the other people. There's no way that, okay, so I know that Novak just won the Australian Open. That would have pushed them over to 56 grand slams between Novak, Rafa, Rafa and, Roger. and Roger. All right, so that's 56. They were in 85 appearances, uh, final appearances. Those three guys, now they're at 86 because, you know, uh, Novak won, and so that would give him an appearance as well. Yeah. So that's so you start thinking fifty six Grand Slam titles between the, the three of them, all at the same time, and eighty six appearances. You know, Roger's been in a few finals. He's lost a few. Rafa's lost a few, and, and Novak's lost a few. But you start thinking, okay, now where do you start? Where can you draw the line? Nobody. 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 I mean, there's a part of my brain is like, oh, what about you know? There was a great era in my childhood, tennis boom. You know, Borg, Connors, Mac, or yeah. Lendl, Connors, Borg, or Becker, Edberg. But they, Curry, they don't match up. Agassi, Sam. They, they don't it, match it's up. It's not even close. It's not even close. You did the math. It's right. not even close. So you, you look at number four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Six yeah. guys. Yeah. The next six guys in line, they add up to these three guys. Amazing. These, the next six. I mean, that's Lendl, Connors, Borg, yeah. McEnroe, yeah. Lager. Johnny, uh, Andre. All these guys. Yeah. Oh, Sampras. You're yeah. including Sampras, Sampras in yes. that next. Yes. Yeah. And in the next. From, Sampras had from, 14 slams. Right. So you had Crazy. Him, and then, you know, Agassi had eight. You know, yeah. Johnny. You know, Lager, Jimmy 12. with eight. Yeah. yeah. So Boris with six. That gets them up into the conversation. The next six, the next mm. six guys, but they never played with each other as well. Some of them did, some of them yep. didn't. You yeah. start going, it's such a weird oddity that three men are playing at the same place, the same time in history. And like I said, the, the, the only people on the ladies' side that can match them yeah. uh, pound for pound is Margaret Court. Serena Williams, Groff. Steffi Groff. Yep. Those three right there. Now, they've they've been in just about the same number of Grand Slams mm. and finals also. Too. So so with this unprecedented consistency and dominance. It's unbelievable. Uh, Never the happened. next time you rag the next gen, 
even if it's Grigor or yeah. Zverev or Dominic or Anybody. the next next gen, okay. the next time you rag them for being soft millennials or whatever, there's no way. Sorry, they, they, they're, uh, they're, they're up against it. They're up against an unbelievable. And, it, and it may be ending this year. But it's, it'd be like we'll the see. brush fryers in Australia. Oh, yeah. That, that, that was a once in a lifetime occurrence, yeah. basically, because they've been dealing with brush fryers for hundreds of years. This is just one of those ones that those rare instances that. Uh, and we'll That's talk actually about that here. my third question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll talk about you. that we'll here get in a to, We'll get to them, yeah. but, that, but it's a really rare occurrence. You know, that yeah. happens. I mean, they happen. You know, people win Grand Slams and people are going to do well. But never in the history of since 68 forward has there ever been three players in the same area. You can get two, you know, kind of. You can get Connors. Well, maybe Connors back around yeah. board. Yeah. But they, they fall way short yeah. of, of uh, Novak. Uh, of Ant, or not even Ant, we can throw Andy in there. Murray, yeah, yeah. Murray, Murray Stan, to, Murray's won three yeah. and a little better career than Stan. Who's it's won been three. four or five guys who have won the last, yeah. really, the last twenty years. That's it. That is it. I mean, like Serena's been dominant on the women's side yeah. fairly since her, you know, Grand Slam, yeah. you know, her first one. She's pretty much now. She has lost quite a few. The last was it three, four, four in a row. Four, four in a row. Yeah, she's yeah. got to the Kerber, finals. Halep, uh, Osaka, and and, and um, Bianca Andreescu, that's yeah. it. Yeah, Andreescu. Yeah, yeah. so you know, and and to me, I don't think she wins another one. I just don't You're, think. You think she's done? I think she's done. I don't. I, I think she's going to get really? super fit again and and roll one or two more. I, I, think. I think she she's got her serve her technique. I mean, her movement's not amazing, but her serve is so she good. She looks like a herd of buffalo running down the road. She's not moving very well. Yeah, <laughs> like the thundering yeah. herd. Yeah. Uh, Marshall, she's Marshall University. The when she Earth. gets fit again, she's gonna. No, no disrespect gonna, to Serena. I, I mean, I really like. I like to see greatness, and that's yeah. what intrigued me about Definitely. this question. And I was spitting this out with John Ingram. Oh yeah, and I just we were kind of talking uh, about knowledgeable it. tennis historian. Knowledgeable. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, I would say second to Bud Collins. Right, almost. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's right, right there. there. He's right there. Yeah. Uh, but I, I was kind of like John. I wonder who the next group is. He goes, you know, I don't know. And so, so when he went off and watched the opera, yeah. that's when I got to work. Yeah. I, I literally sat there. And just wrote them down. I, and I tried to start looking at, okay, who's the next next grouping? Who's huh. the who's this and who's that? You can't you can't do it. Well, it Rod the, Labor and anybody's good. We will get to the bushfires in a bit, yeah. but I do want uh, I want that question to transition into okay. a couple. Okay. Um, your perspective when you watched matches at Melbourne Park, you watched some matches just outside it in Federation Square on that huge television screen. Yes. Massive. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Um, who were the locals for, and who do you and they see as the next? Um, well, they're definitely wave. for Curios. I mean, they're definitely for Nikki K. Man, they were they were all over that. I was. I can't Aust- stop smiling. Sorry, oh, man. <laughs> uh, I, you know, the when he played Rafa yeah. on Australia Day. Yeah, holy yeah. smokes! If he would have won that match, I think he could have run for president of the country and probably won. I mean, they they were so far. Yeah. They they wanted him to do do so so good uh, that. Uh, he played as well as he could. I mean, he just, you know, Rafa's Rafa. I mean, yeah, once yeah, again, yeah. Here, here's one of those three, yeah. one of the three one of greatest. three remarkable, yeah. Three amigos. One of our guests, Ozzy Shans, Monik said, um, uh, what was, he was saying that if you're under 30, you love Nick and you're always rooting for him. And people over 30 or 40, yes. very mixed, Come very on, negative yeah. on him. Has that changed since the, that show? By the no, way, they like him. They like they, 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 that. Seems like that has changed. And then, then for him to uh, be donating, oh, the some, bushfire efforts, bushfire, yeah, yeah, the relief oh, yeah. efforts. Yeah, he earned a lot of street cred down there, you know, from the Australians. I don't. Yeah. I think they were they were kind of, uh, uh, I wouldn't say reticent, but I, I think that they they were kind of. 
come on, we, we want you to do good, mate. And then all of yeah. a sudden he, he, he powered through, and then he became a national icon. Yeah. If he would have been a uh, won that match against Rafa, he might have had, had the third, uh, instead of Melbourne Arena, it might have been Curious <laughs> Arena. You would have had Glaver, you would have had Court, and you would have had Curious. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but, yeah, I think everybody likes Nikki. Uh, they like Ash Barty. They love oh, Ozzy I, Ash. I am, no, I, that's just my favorite. She, she didn't favorite. play. Play up to wins. her standards, but she uh, lost uh, to the winner, right? But still five not bad. and six, not bad. As, that's like six points here and there, five right, points here, so yeah, right. Yeah. Her and Kennan went went toe to toe, yeah. But Ozzy Ash didn't didn't make it, but they do love love her too. Uh, yeah. I, I so there's they have nothing two, not to love about that kid. They have two great games. You know, Johnny Millman. You know, he, he's he's right. he's, a, he's an he up and comer. Roger, uh, let's see, uh, Layton was uh, everywhere. Yeah, they they do. It's interesting to watch uh-huh. the news nine channel nine feed. Of uh, the Australian Open versus what we see on Over our here, ESPN, on ESPN 10 channel. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally different announcers. It, it it's, is. Yeah, I think it's great. Well, Jim Courier. We Jim see Courier. Them both in a way. JC is, is huge. Channel Nine. Todd Woodbridge. Uh, yeah. And and Rusty. They call him Rusty. Rusty. Hewitt. Rusty. Le- Leighton Hewitt. Yeah. He's sitting down on the, the uh, on the court like right there. Uh-huh. They have him mic'd up. He's kind of like the Pam Shriver, the sure. third person. Yeah. They'll go, hey, what do you Sometimes think, Rusty? Beach, Gilbert does that too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's. It might be. You know, very hot down there, and Brad's in a black T-shirt. Right. Yeah. Well, Rusty's doing the same thing. Gotcha. So he's sitting there, and, and they'll go, what do you think, Rusty? And he'll go, well, you know, this, this, and this. So yeah. he's the third man, kind of not in the booth, but just on the court. He's the man on the street. Gotcha. Kind of guy. And Remote, that would be yeah. Jim Courier and Todd Woodbridge mm-hmm. really calling the matches. Then they have some other people that actually are pretty good. So we, you get a totally different – it's it's a different feel than an ESPN. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's prepackaged, but it, it's not um, – I can't put my thumb on it. It's not, I wouldn't say a slick, but it's just different. It's, it's a just different, a little more on the go. It's just different. It's a different feel. The way you yeah. describe it almost sounds like how tennis was covered here in the States 20 years ago with uh, like Cliffy that. and Fred, yep. Vetus, yeah. Tony Traver, Pat Summerall. Like it was a little more, what's a good word, like on the fly, organic? Yeah, yes, a little yes. More. Yeah, just, you know, sometimes ESPN gets a little slick. Very produced. Very produced. Yeah. Tennis channel sometimes a I mean, little you're, bit. You're about to get me started on the music industry. Yeah. Now, a lot of music now is, is, is slick, is, overproduced, auto-tune, everything. Yeah, yeah it's right. not as uh, yeah. organic. And, and so, so the Australians are good about, I think, uh, taking the, I wouldn't say the Andy Griffith Mayberry you know, yeah, kind of yeah, deal, no. but... But it's just it's refreshing to see a different perspective than oh, what I, what I we see that. so much. And I, I like, like I said, I like Chris Fowler. I, yeah. I enjoy. Yeah, I follow him on Instagram. If you're ever interested in, in seeing somebody really good and very thoughtful, yeah. Chris Fowler, who does the he ESPN does his feed, homework. Oh, he does his homework. He's big time, and, and yeah. he'll do he'll do some shorts. Uh, they usually go about five to seven minutes, and he does something kind of daily. He gets a thought. He'll start walking around. And he'll he'll show you where he is and he, like tennis shorts. Yeah, just kind of like tennis oh, shorts. Oh, that's only, cool. Yeah, only his are more capri pants. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're kind of right, so yeah. pre-shorts. Yeah. They're longer. They're, they're longer. not as short as. But yours. I like him. But you know, so that he kind of got me thinking along that same line uh-huh. that uh, about what you know when I did the uh, the three the three greatest. Who are the next three? Who's yeah. the, who's the next Mount Rushmore? But yeah. th- there's nobody. There's there no, isn't. There is not even. It's not even. Not close. even Pete Sampras. Ouch. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that if you put him with somebody, you can add. People together, yeah, but yeah. in different eras. Yeah. There's nobody in the same era. Nobody. Like, nobody in the same era. It's, it's such a such a, a unique and rare moment in, in history that we all 
are yeah. living at this point. It's kind of it's very interesting. Like I said, once these guys move on in the next probably five years or so, yeah. I mean, who's going to take that mantle? It, I mean, it'll go back to being normal. It'll probably go back to where yeah. somebody's not going to be as dominant. Normal where somebody wins four slams yes. like Jim Courier. Right. Hall of Fame, amazing yeah. guy, amazing career. Right. But nowhere near the McEnroe level, yeah. which is nowhere near the Sampras level, which is nowhere near the... Novak, Rafa, and Roger Level. Yes, I mean, because that, that's such a, an oddity to yeah. think these guys would pass not only Sampras, Laver, uh, people who've won in double digits, and these yeah. guys, they just they just made them look like, <laughs> you know, see you guys, you know, they, they put it into fifth gear, and these guys were only in fourth gear, and they were they were the greats of our time, yeah. you know. Uh, I mean, I, I remember Rod Laver playing at, at Moody. I remember uh, Laver, and, let's see, Nukeman Rosewall coming oh. to Oklahoma City, and I've, I've been been around. Uh, Rod was on our plane fly. Yeah, that's right. Down, down, let's down to Melbourne. Go. Oh yeah. yeah. So I knew we were going to make it because from I, Los Angeles <laughs> to to yeah, straight to Melbourne, to Melbourne. straight Not to Melbourne. Sydney, yeah. Yeah, he was sitting in a different part of the plane than I was. I, I'm sure I didn't he's... see him. I just saw him getting on. I was like, Hey, there's the rocket. The it's like, rocket. It's like, see the rocket. <laughs> he was he was uh, sleeping very nicely. I'm sure the and best of the best. While I was up in the up in the uh, galley at about five in the morning. Having a Tim Tam, you know. <laughs> Tim Tam. <laughs> okay, uh, what do we let's got? Let's move into yes. your perspective on the bushfires okay. and the relief efforts. Okay. You touched on Nick's role. Yep. Um, Millman, Dimonor, all those guys. Well, I mean, the whole tour. Even really. Sasha Zarev. I mean, he made a huge commitment. Commitment. If he would, I, I don't know if it was his whole paycheck. Four but point it, something. But if he million. if he was going to win the Australian Open, he was going to donate his whole paycheck to the brush fires. He did. He said, you know, so so I think that'll get me a lot of support. I thought you're not doing it for the support, are you? You're doing it because this, right? You know, yeah, and yeah. he did. He goes, you know, I, I can get another car. Who cares? You know, yeah. he goes, but these people, their lives, need, you know, they've been changed, and so I, you know, I want to help them out. So hopefully, he donated maybe his paycheck. I don't know what he what he made. I have to sit there. What did he get to the semi? So that would have been about yeah. about a mil, maybe. So maybe he, he uh, donated that. I, I haven't heard on yeah. that, but he did. They did ask, you know, him again. Uh, I think Jim Curry goes, okay, if you, now if you win, you know, are you going to donate your your paycheck? He goes, yeah. He goes, I mean it. You know, he goes. Can you imagine the crowd support? If oh, he had beaten huge. team and played Novak. Right. Oh man, they would have been that pulling. Would have been big. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, so so the relief effort it, it was everywhere that they had a great uh, match. What was it? Sunday night that was it Saturday night Sunday night. They had them all yucking up and they were playing uh, an exhibition match yeah, and they were, yeah. they looked like they had a really good time. It looked awesome. I, I feel bad for the ones who weren't invited to play cuz it looked like yeah. you know, the the ones who were invited uh, had a, had a good time and they all enjoyed the time. Mm-hmm. Seven, seven in seven out. Big uh, names. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, they were and there were some big names that weren't there and I'm sure that they would would have wanted to be there if they were invited, but there's only so much space, only so much time they yeah. can do things. But yeah. but the relief, uh, the Australians really got behind that effort because they they recognize the fact that that's uh, you know it's just a once in a lifetime yeah. uh, deal that, that's going on. Because I mean there, you know, two thousand houses, uh, uh, you know, three or four people, uh, animals, you know, all the animals. Yeah. Oh yeah, all the animals that were were in the wrong place at the wrong time. It, it was really not. Uh, anybody's fault that uh in in uh in our world it'd be kind of like west texas yeah you know it, the the uh topography the arid sort of uh dry yeah very dry yeah. Now, we have that same thing happen out in west texas usually in the summertime it gets dry yeah. we, we've, we've been fortunate the last couple of years to have enough water out in that area where it's not as uh apt to uh to to uh, have brush fires but yeah. we do get those occasionally out there yeah. and they get pretty Pretty, uh, they can, they can go pretty pretty good if, if we don't watch what's going on. The, the the Australians, you know, have been dealing with that 
years, years. This yeah. one just got out of control. And we did see firefighters going down yeah. from, from LAX. We had about 20 yeah. to 30 firefighters on the plane with us. I, I know. I, I We're bros with them for life, as, as Nick might say, you know, bros for life. Hip hop for life, right? Yes. Uh, they they send a lot of Australian firefighters here, here. to California, yes. Arizona, yes. when in our Oregon uh, in our summers, and I know Canadians same. So these these yeah. I know there's more, and I'm leaving a few out, but yeah, there, there's there a, a serious huge brotherhood. Effort. Yeah, yes, and yeah. and several died. There's I think oh. one one or two Americans actually died down there uh, putting out fires. Those things are they're they're hard to corral, and you never know where they're going to jump. Yeah. and that was good. Yeah, good good point. Yeah, Northern Cal has this. The same type of stuff every year. Oh, I remember yeah. it. That's, Th- you uh, know, thunder and lightning strikes that uh, uh, you would think that they have so much water, but that water runoff uh, happens in springtime and it doesn't really hang around. And happens right now. Yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. starting starting to. Uh, I mean, they're getting. They have some snow up there right now, but it'll, it'll eventually get, uh, move to some other place, and then yeah. it'll be dry. You know, in the summertime. But uh, you know, the, the the brush fires and the relief efforts were definitely in the news. Uh, Around the Australian nightly area. in your hotel. Oh yeah, every yeah. every night there was on your phone all, all the all time, the time. Yeah. all the time that uh, that was starting to subside. I know that uh, John and uh, we we travel by train. We did trains, planes, and automobiles. Yeah, you know, we 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 always do wherever we're going. We tried to all make three. sure we we make it all three. So we rode the train from Melbourne to Sydney, Sydney. Which, which is about like going from Dallas to, to St. Louis. Okay, so kind, of, kind of equivalent. So ten hour, twelve, eleven. It was eleven, 11 hours. Okay. Eleven yeah. hours. Okay. Yeah. So we were about two hours south of Sydney. That's when we ran into some smoke. I thought it was fog. I thought. Then I thought to myself, mm, that's, that's a smoke. Real deal, smoke. Real, real smoke, yeah. And it was definitely fairly heavy. Mm. It, it changed. You couldn't see the sun. The, it didn't look dark, but it mm. did definitely change the, the, the landscape and the lighting. But we didn't see any fires. So, but no. there, there must have been around somewhere because they were or they were smoldering. But it was it was probably 15 minutes, you know, of going what trains go 55, 60 miles an yeah. hour. So that I mean, so there, that must have been you know maybe 30, 30 miles maybe of, of smoke that was in uh, this area of south of Sydney that yeah. uh, we were coming into. But uh, I think now they've had. Uh, I wouldn't say plenty of rain, but they've had rain over there, which has helped out uh, the the relief efforts to some degree at this point. And, uh, and the seasons are changing also, too. Yeah, yeah between yep. uh, summer, yeah. Well, okay. well let's move into, yep. um, uh, Craig, you've been to the Australian Open two of the past three years, right? Uh, or four years? Uh, five. Five, five. Five okay. years. So yeah, I was about there three or four 2015 years 2015 and 2020. Gotcha. What is your perspective? What's different now? 2020 versus 2015. Ooh, that's a that's time. a great question. Uh, you know, when you when you first go there, uh, I, I like it the best. Uh, the, the, of the four, of the four, uh, I was listening to Chris Fowler once again yeah. doing an Instagram post uh, on one of his uh, uh, one of the dates after the the tournament was over. It was probably Monday or Tuesday. He was walking around somewhere. Uh, around the the Yarra River, and he he ranked the slams, and I'm I'm gonna go. You know, he went as a fan, a broadcaster, yeah. or as as just, a just prestige as a player, just, just him overall. Oh, him, him yeah. what he likes. Personal, yes. Uh, he, he Australian Open, Wimbledon, U.S. Open, and French. French Open. last. He did French the last, yeah. And so the rest of them, you know, you can make a, a case for one way or the other. The Australian Open is such a unique. I, I have really? to agree with him. Melbourne is one of the greatest cities in the world. I, Very I would, European, small or mid-sized city, but but it's such a sports city, Finance. sports city, big time. The MCJ, the MCJ, that's right. Cricket grounds, cricket right. ground. They play rugby there. They play Australian football. Oh, yeah. They're right across. Then that's right across from Melbourne Tennis Center. And literally. you saw some of the cricket, right? Yes, oh yeah, yeah, I went to, you oh, yeah. To, yeah. I've been I love to the MCG those. twice now. I mean, you have, but 
five times. Never thought I would have. I've done a tour, yeah. and like you can tour AT and T Stadium. You can do a tour of the MCG. We did did that five years ago, and then and this time you saw a match. I uh, saw match. cricket. Yeah. Yes, uh-huh. and then because I would really like to see an Australian rules football, but it's not their season. Oh, yeah, it's yeah their the off-season. footy is in the winter. Their yeah, winter. Their right? winter time. It'll yeah, be starting up in about a month. I think it's about okay. in, in so March. March so it's, yeah. yeah. So when we're transitioning into so really, spring, yeah. they're transitioning into, into fall. fall. So that's their kind of their deal. It's kind of like when American football starts is, is usually in the yeah. fall time for, yeah. for pro for football. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but the, the thing about the Australian Open that's really interesting is the city just does this unbelievable uh, just atmosphere. They create like we were at Federation Square, yeah. which is right next to Flinders Station, which you can ride the train for free. Uh, to the Australian Open any day. Anybody that, that so wants to. Cool. Oh, it's cool. Yeah, and everybody's on there, and everybody's all, uh, uh, you know, really excited about going to the Open. And there's probably uh, 20 train tracks that go right into uh, the Melbourne uh, Park area, Mel- Melbourne Tennis, the Cricket Ground, and then mm-hmm. also their soccer venue. It's kind of like Central Park having yeah. a uh, big uh, kind of a downtown yeah, sports where, complex. Yeah, because I, I oh, know yeah. in a lot of American cities, you, you've got that in St. Louis, but in a lot of cities, it's okay. Like Dallas, for example. Nothing. The Cowboys yeah. play out in Arlington. Right. As do the, the, the baseball team, the Rangers. We do have the Mavericks and Stars playing in town. In downtown. So can you imagine if all four teams oh my were gosh, right there? It'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. You know, the thing you, you, that's about Melbourne, it's really clean. Yeah. Very few homeless that are, I mean, I, I do not know why yeah. the homeless population is not there. They, they, uh, I was talking to a guy coming back. We flew back from Sydney to uh, Melbourne, mm. and I was asking the question. I go, hey, I go, why are there so so few homeless? We were walking around Sydney and also Melbourne, and you know, you just don't see home. He goes, really, we we get, we pay a lot of taxes, but we take care of those people before they hit the streets. Mm. There, there's so much infrastructure in place for homeless that you don't see them hanging around, even you know, on at stoplights, traffic signals, like we do here in Dallas. We, yeah. we definitely see uh, yep. evidence of, of homeless people. And, and I know it's even uh, more prevalent in, in cities like San Francisco, yes. Los Angeles, Oh, yeah, New Austin. York. Yeah, we had a nice conversation with Jim Sutter a couple months ago. Yes, so look that buddies. episode up if you, uh, if you missed that. That was a, yeah. a college tennis player who spent 10 days with the homeless. Yeah, out there uh, in Santa Monica. Yeah, Santa yeah. Monica, Los Angeles, Skid Row. Venice Beach. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I was just out. We, we went out That's there right. also, too. To, to I saw to, the same place. And I was like, wow, did. man, there's, there are some people like that. That was a good there. follow-up. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. But anyway, uh, oh, yeah, you're, but you're talking about yeah. the, you know, the, the actual venue, anything different. Yeah. You know, one thing I did notice, though, that's really evident around the Melbourne area is, is the uh, business climate. And Sydney's like that as well. It, 25 cranes, no less than 25 cranes in the air. Construction both Construction, yes. Yeah. All the, I mean, it was all over the place wow. in both cities. And I was like, wow, what is going on? And I was talking to a guy who does some business down there, and he goes, you know, he goes, they didn't ever hit a recession. In 2008, about 12 years ago, They're when, rolling. when we had a, a, a slight recession in the United States, they did not miss a beat, and they've kept going. Uh, Melbourne uh, also has the Formula One race yeah, yeah, uh, that's coming F1. up. Yep, F1. And then uh, they've got this huge horse racing uh, race coming up, I think mm-hmm. in September. The winner gets six million dollars. Uh, so they've got Australian football, they've got yeah. rugby, they've got cricket, they've got the Australian Open. This is just one city. I what mean, a town! And it's not yeah. anywhere near the size of Sydney. Mm. No, the yeah. city's larger. Uh, you know, Melbourne, Sydney's kind of be like uh, maybe a, a Dallas. It's kind of a Dallas. 
Houston kind of deal. I see. Where Houston's quite a bit bigger, yeah. Sydney's quite a bit bigger. Sure. Yeah. And then it's on the coast. And even though Melbourne's on the coast, uh, it's, it's more prevalent, I think, around the Sydney area. You see the coast more around Sydney than you would Melbourne. The beaches, Bondi yeah. Beach. Yeah. Bondi Beach, uh, Manly Beach. Uh, mm-hmm. you can, you, now, you can go down to Melbourne on the south end down by St. Kilda. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch. You can see the beach. and and uh, But you know, around where we're standing, there's the Yarra River. It looks like Yarra, but it's called yeah, Yarra. Yarra. Yarra River. It's awesome. I mean, yeah. it, it's probably maybe a quarter mile wide, but it goes for miles, and there's all these beaches and restaurants and music venues. I mean, and you can walk. It's a it's a great walking yeah. uh, city, so you can walk uh, all over the place. And, what and, a town. Now, I, I, I got blisters on my feet. You I, walked We walked miles. seven to eight, eight miles a day. Every we, day. Every day, and I got blisters on my feet. I had to, I had to buy a box of Band-Aids down, down at the, the chemist. They call it the chemist. The chemist. The chemist. Pharmacy, chemist. we, we chemist. Right. call it drugstore. Right. Like Walgreens or CVS here. here. Yeah. They call it the chemist. So I had to go to the chemist and get a box of Band-Aids and put them on my feet. Uh, every toe. Every toe yeah. had blisters. That wow. We did so much walking. So it's a great walking city. Uh, the, the It's easy to get around Uber to taxis there's always something yeah. going on so melbourne so back to chris fowler's oh, point please, yeah. yeah so I'm, I'm tying this all back together yeah, kind of good. building the case uh you know wimbledon's great but it's on the south end of, of uh, uh yeah, london kind of it's kind yeah. of out on its own island i yeah. wouldn't say it's not necessarily downtown kind of like queens how yes. it's it's a half hour east of, right yeah so uh, by but, train. but you have Manhattan. to go to it you know you know in uh this lo- locale flinders station's right there downtown next to federation square next it's, to melbourne Park. it's right there it's, it's on broadway even even water bologna you know a little bit outside the city of paris yes you take a train over yes. a metro over there yeah i mean it's still in the city and they're yeah. still in the cities i mean it'd be like but putting, this is right there it'd be like putting the u.s open in central park yeah it, it, along uh, with shea stadium amazing. along with you know uh, Yankee Stadium yeah. and, and all those venues. Everything's right there. Right there. Yeah, they're all together. So yeah. so that's, you know, Chris made a, an ex- excellent point, and so I have to agree, Melbourne yeah. is is my favorite slam, the happy slam. Yeah. You know, people are out of, out of uh, uh, school. They're getting ready to go back to school about the time that the, the slam's over. So the kids are, you know, it, 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 there's a lot of people. There's a lot of energy, mm-hmm. great weather. Federation Square is unbelievably the greatest place. If you're not watching tennis at at Melbourne Park. Yeah, inside. You, you, you go to the, you, there's a huge big screen TV right right uh, next to Flinders Station. Federation Square has thousands of people. They have all these chairs out. You, you can see the skyline of downtown. I mean, it, it's unbelievable. I mean, I just sat there and soaked it up. I go, man, they're in any greater place if you're not watching the tennis from, you know, the Australian Open, if you're not at Federation Square, man, it, it, it just, and people are loving it. They just sit there and, and there's restaurants and, and yeah. uh, there's an, an AO place to get tickets. Mm-hmm. And also get swag, you know. I was there. gonna say, uh, got some swag I, I, I right. love my towel. I, got I didn't even get today. any swag. I got this. You got this. <laughs> Look at me, and I'm the one with, with the uh, with the great hat. Right. Um, let's move into yep. uh, your quick analysis. Yep. We don't have to dig deep, yep. uh, but your quick uh, sort of report on some of the things you saw and yep. the, the draws. Yeah, the let's talk about the draws yeah. just real quick. All right, yeah. men's singles. You know, obviously we had. Uh, Joker win the the tournament, beat uh, Dominique. Uh, I did not not see the match. I was on. You're the, flying. I was flying back. Yeah. yeah. So I was I was sitting there going, "Oh, come on!" You know. I saw it live, and I was riveted, and I could not believe that last 45 minutes when Novak took the match. Yeah, the Austrian, yeah. you know, gave it. I think if he probably wouldn't have had to, to go through, he had he had he had to go through Rafa as well. 
you know, in order to get through mm. Novak. That's two of the big three. That that would be That's one rough. tall task. Yeah. And, you know, to get through the, you know, you went through Monfi. You know, you went through. Uh, yeah, Monfils is in great form. He won Montpellier. Yeah, just he just, just won Rotterdam today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had nice. to go through Taylor Fritz. I mean, he he didn't have Zverev. Uh, we mentioned, yeah, yeah yep. that's it's a rough one. Yeah, and so uh, uh, you know, Dominic. Uh, oh, the, yeah, and then he had he had to play Stan also too. He played oh, the man. Uh, Stan. Yeah. Uh, Oh, played Zverev. I'm sorry. That's right. That's right. Stan Zarev. lost to Zverev, but That's to right. Medvedev. Yeah. That was a thriller. I, I enjoyed that match. I liked Medvedev, and I loved right. Stan. Yeah, sorry. Sure. So Zverev, yeah, that's Rafa, Zverev. yeah, Rafa. I that's mean, a that, rough, that's yeah. that's a rough one right there. Rough and then Monfi, it took something out of him. Yes, I think you, you you see those matches. Not that, and I think luck of the draw gets you there in any tournament. I, it, I, it did, and Novak had a very clean march to the semis and finals, and. Uh, he had that magic potion. I think that helped. Yes. And while he was having right. some of that, that dark red magic potion, Dominic seemed like he went down half a notch. Right, and yeah. And that was the difference, that last 45 very, minutes. Very pedestrian uh, way. That he didn't didn't look like well, he lost a set. I think he lost one set to Struff. Right. And even that, he handled so professionally. He got down a break. Mm-hmm. He didn't stress. He was already up two sets, yep. if I recall. Lost the third and then ripped Struff yep. in the fourth set. And then didn't drop a set all the yeah. way to the final until he did drop a couple sets to Dominic. And thank you very much. You get pick my four million up, and <laughs> yeah, off we go, right? Very nice. Not, not a bad day. He planned it? it nicely. All right, let's move to women's Women. singles. Women's we singles. did mention uh, my favorite and most of Australia's favorite, uh, Ash Barty. Ozzy Ash. All the way to the semifinal, right? Yes, that's right. Lost uh, seven five seven six fire call. To the eventual champ. Yes, Sophia Kennan. Yeah. I, I know American it's Sophia, Sonia. Yeah, 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 I... I it, uh, it, it wigs me out, you know. I know. It's, it's like it's, Sasha Zarev, Alex Zarev, you know. Come it's, on. Well, it's like Craig Bell, CB1. Well... You know, it's it's okay. It's, it's a okay. bit of a nickname. <laughs> I think it's... Uh, her real name is Sophia. Anya is her middle name. So yeah. Sophia yeah, Anya I, just gets shortened to Sonia. Sonia. So we... Like, you know... We know Dr. Joy Macy right. very, very well. Her uh, ex-husband, Rick, coached... Miss Cannon, yes, in her development yes. years, and he called her Sonia or Sonic. 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 She's a like Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog, yes. that, that kind of thing. I think she was about four or five when he saw her. I think did he? When he maybe six. That's right. Yeah, yeah. about that age, yeah. and it, he could tell she was a child prodigy. I think she's one of those ones that got scholarship. Yeah. Hey, come on down. Yeah, yeah. you'll be fine. Kind of like yeah. I think isn't it. Uh, how do you say Patrick's last name was Serena Montaglou? Oh, Moratoglou. Moratoglou. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't say it, but uh, yeah. I think he 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 gives her a scholarship. I don't think that there's any uh, money transactions. Yeah, it it go- probably feels some other good stuff. Oh, I'm yeah, yeah. Dire- Indirectly, yeah. he probably gets yeah. a ton of uh, street cred from being Serena's coach. Uh, so Kenan over Barty and yes. then uh, Muguruza. Yes, yeah, Muguruza. I thought she choked at two all in the third. Yeah, I, I did see that match. That was a Titanic game. Uh, yes, and I didn't think that was going to be four in a row after that game. No, or three in a row. Well, she double faults on match point. You can see that ouch, coming. Ouch. And then she double faulted. You know, on on Me, break point. And, and while all that's happening, Kenan is just returning a bit better. Yes, yes. like vicious backhand returns. Well, you, you can see two. her. Uh, 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 she was starting to feel feel it, as they say. You yeah. Know, starting to to really uh, come on with um, uh, the enthusiasm, the energy, the excitement. Oh, yeah. Well, you could. And she was drained. Boy, she down forty love, yeah. and she hit that those two couple of backhands oh, up that the was line. Amazing Ooh, man. She so, looked like a veteran, even though yeah. we think of her as a twenty one year old. She's twenty one, right? Right. That's yeah. Exactly young, right. young kid. Not very. But not she very just, old. She 
carried herself and that two-hander down the line. She carried herself like a vet. Right. So she uh, did She did really well. I mean, I, I like Kenan. I think she's a, a nice American. Yeah. Hope she won't be a one-hit wonder like most of them have been here lately. Yeah. In the musical vernacular, a one-hit wonder yeah. is just one person they just kind of catch fire for one song, and then they're they're out the out the door. Marutha... She's two. I think, she's I think people thought she was a one-hit wonder. She did win two slams. She's won two, and yeah. she's been to obviously another final. So yeah, not yeah. not a wonder. But but not there are wonder. some that uh, you know would Andrescu, yeah. would uh, Ostapenko. You know those those girls are good, but they yeah. they become one-hit wonders. I I call them one-hit wonders. I I, I don't know about Ostapenko. I, I respect how she hits the ball and all that, but uh, I have a feeling Andrescu won't be a one-hit wonder. Yeah, I, I hope she, she. Yeah, I mean she, she looks pretty good. She's tough she got the massive forehand she pushes everybody back she's about to hit another massive forehand but it's a drop drop shot and yeah. nobody reads it and and I, she will beat a lot of people with so that. i think ostapenko didn't win that match it was yeah. a halop i think halop more the french open yes, final i think yeah. uh, halop choked that match as opposed to halop uh gave her that opportunity because mm. i think she had the if i recall correctly halop was up and then all of a sudden she just couldn't get it over the, the and, finish and line. that kid started ripping yes yeah. and, and, and it, it could smell missing. could smell fear yeah. in, in her opponent yeah so so yeah. speaking of yep. uh, you mentioned one hit wonders we've got a couple guys joe salisbury in the men's dubs and rajiv ram yes they've played a lot of slams rajiv really has played a lot of slams uh after how many 30 something 50 slams or something he won his he, first. He finally won. Yeah, one. amazing. Rajiv, we have a little bit of a link to Rajiv yes. here at Bent Tree. Jason Taplin, if you remember Jason yeah, Taplin, Jason. shout out to Jason Taplin. He used to work yeah. the front desk here. Yeah. At the his former girlfriend was Rajiv Ram's cousin. Cousin. They're, they're, I think their mothers were sisters. How about that? Now, how cool is that? That's a cool link. Yeah. And then the other link Thank is. You. Um, in our Australian Open preview show, we had two of them, one with Ozzy Sean and Matt Bacon, and the second one with Johan Creek, two-time champ. Johan touted Rajiv as uh, a real shot of the dubs. Yes. And the guy's a genius. Rajiv won the whole thing with Salisbury is another really great player. Joe, I always want to call him Salisbury Steak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All steak and lots of sizzle. That guy is an awesome one-handed backhand return. He's played here in Dallas a few times. Yes. I saw him on... Uh, Folks at home, check out London Tennis Tube. You get a lot of good um, top-level and challenger coverage in the U.K., mostly in London itself, as the name implies. And that's where I first heard of Joe Salisbury. Then he started coming to the cha challenger here in Dallas. And uh, Rajiv has been number one seed in the singles of that. So it was nice to see a couple guys with some Dallas ties. You're very, very happy for uh, Rajiv. Yeah. Haji, Haji and Haji, Bandage. We love him. <laughs> he has many rupees now. He can come home. He He's done well. I'm impressed with that guy. He and Leander Pace, who is retiring at the end of is this year. Really? Yes, Leander. He's not warrior. And yes. that guy's. I mean, Johan joked that uh, that Rajiv is older than me, and of course he's only thirty something, but he seems so experienced. I think Pace is even five years older than him. Yes, Pace has got to be Brian Brothers' age, yeah. kind of. Yeah. yeah, I think he's in his yeah mid to late forties. Yeah. Oh, late forties. Yeah, mid. Yeah, I mean, okay. he, he's, so he's older been around. than Brian's. Yes. Yeah, I awesome. think so. Just a little bit. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, but yeah, that, I always liked at the Indian Express. I'd been those. Guys, Boopathy pays. I know, and amazing. That, you know, that's kind of like a band. Sometimes they just don't. They can get along for about a, a short period of time, but then they break up. And it's. I like, wonder if there yeah. was a Yoko Ono. We would have, yeah, really yeah. yeah. have to really dig. Yeah, we have to really. I have the research department look into that. You, How's you, that? you 
call one of the Armitage brothers. Yeah, and see, yeah, we'll get the real deal. I, I, I want to get on it. I'd have Haji. You get Haji. Haji and Bandit. I want the dog on. <laughs> Let's go to Women's Dub CV. Okay, we've got uh, uh, a couple of people. I can't pronounce their names. So who, oh, Sue Shea and Barbara <laughs> Streetskova. Yes. Love those two. They yeah. lost to. A couple of my faves, uh, Kiki Mladenovic. That's right. Kiki Mladenovic yeah. has the, the, the nice gap between her teeth. Yanni uh, Canella, yes. Elton John, yes. Kiki Mladenovic, ex-girlfriend yes. of uh, of Dominic Team. Yes. And Tamiya is Babos? Uh, Babos, yeah. The Babos. Hungarian girl. Yes. Babos. Tamiya Babos, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I actually, uh, actually I just So know, they took him in straight sex. They did. They did. Uh, they just wiped him off two and yeah. one. So that wasn't. Uh, and that was yeah. one of Johan's picks coming good, but yes. not on the last day. Johan did pick. Sue Shea and Barbara, um, where the streets have no name. Yeah, Barbara. Uh, the streets go by. <laughs> yeah. She got a kick out of that Instagram post. Uh, the where the streets go by plays. Right. I changed a nice YouTube a reference, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, let's go into some. Uh, we we had. Let's see. Looks like a little mixed doubles also too. We had uh, Bethany Maddox and Jamie Murray. Almost. Uh, what happened to, to Andy's brother? Um, I mean, Jamie had, it's not for lack of a good partner. Um, Bethan is a tremendous player and my brother just, uh, just knowing him, he probably just choked at the end. It's just, it's very sad. Very but, sad. Uh, the opponents, well, the opponents were the pair who beat, uh, Amanda Anisimova, who everybody, certainly in America, absolutely loves that kid. And yes. she was partners with a hometown favorite, a right. local Right. Yeah, Nick Kyrgios. Nick Kyrgios, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So uh, Nick and uh, Amanda lost to this team. And who was it? I've forgotten the... Ten eight. Uh, they were 10-8 in the, in the third. Oh, yeah. It was uh, a very close match. Yeah, Nikola Mekdic and uh, uh, Krayalkova. Yeah. yeah, Crayon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Crayon. And it was ten one <laughs> right. in the yeah. set break. Oh, I know. No, it was it was really close. close match. Right. So they. Earned... Hey, did you get this? I know you you saw a lot of dubs in yeah. the in the practice courts. Yes. Did you see any any of this stuff live? Like who? who I saw who some ladies, and I'm trying to trying to think. Uh, there were a couple Chinese ladies, and you yeah. fed us some good practice. Yeah. Court yeah. We were out footage. there watching. Uh, John and I were out there on the courts. We actually saw John Isner. Oh, we, we got Big to, John. We talked to, talked to Big the John. The other J.I. That's right. And yeah. And I was able to throw in, you know, John Ingram. I, I fed him a question, an yeah. easy question, because I knew that, you know, Isner would be coming off the court, and he'd probably, people have all over the place. Of course. You know, trying to catch his time. He, had, he did an exhibition for the Texas Open Pickleball in September. Oh, it was right here in Dallas. That's right, in the Coppell area. So that's I said, right. so I said, John, ask him about his pickleball game because that'll, that'll throw him off. Like pickleball, like what? Where'd that come from? <laughs> like it's, I'm top ten in the world in or I, recent I, Like I thought people would be bugging me about tennis, and that stopped him. You know, he, he goes, "Hey, he, we heard you like, played pickleball." Yeah. you know, at the Texas Open, he's like, "Hey." He goes, and, and then yes, and all so, the way back home because he lives, folks at home. Yeah, he lives in Dallas. A lot of you know this, but he lives right around here, right around our, yeah. our burg. And uh, he uh, he did stop and talk to us for that's yeah, pretty yeah, cool. Thirty seconds to a minute, get, Love long that. enough to get a picture. And you got the good picture of right. Ji with Ji, isn't right. it? Yeah, it, that was it, good. I, so I don't know if he's Ji. Is two. It one two? Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll have to figure yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah. but Ji three, John Ingram the third. Yeah, you know, did did uh, follow up with the goods on the pickleball. Nice going. He, he goes, how do you like pickleball? He goes, well, I'm a so-so pickleball player, yeah. but I'm a better tennis player. Oh, so. clearly. 
But yeah, he's tall enough to play some good pickleball, so he's he probably doesn't have to move much. Saw him around forty-two foot court, and then we saw the guys with their shirts off. That was, oh yeah, uh, shirts uh, versus skins. I think we called that right. Yeah, yeah. that was uh, oh what was that guy? The Hungarian guy that looks like uh, uh, in Rocky. What was the the Russian guy, boxer? Ivan Drago. Drago. He yeah. looks like Drago. That guy from from Hungary. I can't. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. That. He was out there with his shirt off. Though. Was he? He's a main draw player. Or yes. Was he? Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. 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 He was out there. Uh, playing. Yeah, big, uh, strong dude, yeah. And it's interesting also, too, we looked at the indoor courts. Now, they said they had about eight to ten indoor yeah. courts. Well, they, they, if, you know, I got some footage in, inside the indoor courts. Well, if they would have played in there it, with the smoke, they still would, they couldn't have played because they had these, these, uh, uh, all these, um, it's all the way down. It fresh like air, louvers, louvers yeah, yeah kind of yeah. like that, all up and down. Yeah, I saw that on side. You, you yeah. could, you couldn't close. It wasn't those. an actual, right? Yeah, climate control. So, kind no, of thing. so yeah. there wouldn't have been any. I don't know what they. And how many done. people could fit in there? Not uh, a ton. about. A couple of hundred. That yeah, was it. Not, I was going to yeah. say a thousand. Not but, even. And and they run down the length of the court. And there's yeah. probably two or three levels there. And then that's so, about it. Sounds it. like kind of a college facility, like a good it is. college facility. It, it, SMU yeah. probably has a better layout than they would for the Australian Open indoor. Now, mm-hmm. that's just Melbourne Park. They don't yeah. need that. No. They, they right now, they wouldn't need it. They're not, it wasn't built for hosting you know no. thousands of people. They would have had the three facilities. Three and, and stadiums then, with a roof. And then, then, then these eight or 10 that would have been kind of questionable because yeah. uh the, if the smoke was going through then uh it would have got them now we no. did see dust they had a huge dust storm uh, on uh in the melbourne area the, this cloud just uh, blanketed uh, melbourne and there was some dust residue around the indoor and also on those outdoor practice courts that so you, uh, within the last couple of couple of days before we got there, I think mm. there was a big dust cloud that was was around, which is kind of interesting because that was uh, that's the only really evidence we saw of any type of environmental type wow. things ha- happening. But uh, also, well, too, yeah, more draws. Was, uh, tell us about uh, wheelchair tennis. Yeah, we got some wheelchair tennis. That, yeah. that Dylan Alcott, man, that dude, that guy's a legend. He's yes. the Randy Snow uh, yes. of, of now. He is at that. So he, and he won his. Uh, he's a local, or, or which Melbourne, oh, Melbourne itself. Yeah. yeah, I think he's around the Melbourne area. He was three yeah. and zero in his his flight. Uh, so Dylan seven five six one first round six three six one six two six zero and then to the final he won zero so and four. So all straight sets, right? Uh, he, he is definitely a He's guy like he, Esther Verger was yes, years ago from the as, uh, Netherlands. Netherlands. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He he and he is on some commercials around uh, Australia uh, at the He's Open. A they, they have him on the court doing interviews yeah. and then also kind of wheeling around a couple of commercials. As Commentary. Well. Advertisements and yes, a champion. Yes, and in the draw, and he's a nice guy. You can tell he, he he's uh, he's very pleasant. You know, you can he tell won he won the dubs too. Yes, yeah, he won singles the, and dubs. Yes, he did. Yeah, he, he won the doubles. Look uh, at that. Six four, six three. Wood. Keith, uh, I can't see. He's. Can you read that? Oh, it looks like Davidson. Yeah, it looks like Keith yeah, also Davidson Australian. Right so, but uh, and then we had some nice. Uh, Legend stuff that okay. uh, went on. Tommy Haas and Mark Philippoussis were three and zero in their uh, short and fast four format. They do the uh, first to four, like like uh, let's say fast four. Yeah, that's kind of uh, so nah. breaker at three all that kind of thing. Yeah, it looks like yeah. yeah, yeah I see some four threes. Yeah, that kind yeah. Of, that kind of stuff. Uh, they might as well just play a pro set. Why, why do that? You know, let's see. So four three four three. What's yeah. that? Seven fourteen games. That's about like a pro set. So why would you just play an eight so, or ten game pro set? Maybe it's for the lead changes and the I drama, guess. the reset or something. Yeah. Or it could be that 
they're trying to uh, coincide with what they do in that next gen finals in Milan. Maybe or, so. Yeah, Italy. But yeah. a future, hopefully, guest, Mats Vlander. Oh yeah. Uh, and Jonas Bortman. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't fare so well. They lost. Oh, look at two, three setters, and yes. then they did win, or they did lose one in straight sets. So lost three. They lost to the Mac brothers. But the like, top two teams yeah. were the McEnroe brothers at two and zero. I wonder yeah. why they didn't play three matches. Yeah, I don't know. And like you said, Tommy Haas, who's still amazing, still the boss. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Tommy Haas, still the boss, and. The local, the scud, the flipper, as they yes. call them. And then on the women's yeah, side. Yeah, women's did a legend, yeah. too. Yeah, Hatchkova, Daniela Hatchkova. Oh, a Czech and an ex-Czech. Right. Martina Navratilova and Daniela Hantukova. Yeah. Yes, they did. And they won. They were well, they went 3-0, a little fast-four format. Yeah. They had, uh, you know. Uh, oh, and Stubbsy and Eva Maioli. I always yes. love that Croatian player. Uh, Renee Stubbs and Eva, Eva lost 0-3. They lost all three matches. And then we had uh, Yelena Dakic. Yep, favorite the, in Australia. Yes, and then uh, Daniela oh, Safina. Marat Safin's sister. Uh, kid's sister. Yeah, she looked pretty good. in the good. world for a while. Yeah. She looked pretty cute. I'll have she to played, admit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she was pretty hot She's looking. still six feet one and yeah. fit and Pretty attractive, yeah. yeah. I was kind of like, wow, I hadn't seen her in a while. And who did we mention? MJ Fernandez and yep. Nicole Bradke, the Australian. Yes. Yep, so they played. Yeah. And, but... Uh, Daniela and Martina were, were a little three too much. and zero. Oh. Martina yeah, just doesn't lose in doubles, does right. she? She's pretty strong right there. Amazing. So that's kind of it from the from the Australian Open. Well, it was, I do want two little tiny fun questions, Craig. Okay. Uh, it's your chance to flaunt some of that Ripper Australian oh, uh, slang. Some, some slang. Is there anything you uh, you learned? Do you want me to do some chin wagging? Would you? Would you <laughs> wag the chin a bit? <laughs> that's what they call somebody who talks a lot. Is a chin wagger. We've been we've been chin wagging. We've been chin wagging here for over an hour. Right. Sorry. Oh, have we already? I think God, so. Really, we have been. Okay. Well, let's see. You know, uh, they do not uh, drink Fosters down down there. That that, oh, that is made up. That's a commercial here. That's trash from beer. the eighties, and it's very not, trash beer. Yeah. Yeah, Victoria Beer is uh, VB. VB is one yeah. of their favorites. Um, they, How they do they do, pronounce it though? VB. VB. They don't say like VB. No. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. Yeah, it's not shrimp on the barbie. It's prawns on the barbie. Yeah, they don't yeah. say shrimp. Yeah. yeah. Another one is uh, that was kind of interesting. There was a, a term that I was looking that they they call um, let's see sausage. They call it. Uh, let's see. Come on. Is come it on, a crack. banger? No. No, it's, it's British. A, and, and, yeah. Let me see here. Just real quick. Sorry about that. In England, that. they would say it's a banger. Right. No, it's it's not. Um, oh, crud. I'll, I'll, I'm going to get it here real quick. Oh yeah. Because it was kind of funny. They call call it. Uh, okay. Is it uh, snags? Oh, put some snags. 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 Some snags on some the snags. It's like that's sausage. You're like snags. snags. What the heck is a snag? But they call the they call that uh, 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 sausage. Throw a snag on the barbecue. Aussies, especially Sean, hit mm-hmm. us with the etymology of snags, right. rather than just sausages or bangers. Nippers or kids, you know, oh, yeah. the little nippers, little ones, little yeah. nippers. Yeah, they're out there. Like in the states, we call them ankle biters or right. or yeah. rugrats or something. toddlers or whatever. Yeah. Uh, McDonald's is maccas. 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 They go to maccas, and they, they, and actually McDonald's is actually very well thought of. Unlike here. Uh, oh, I think you sent a picture of something that looked kind of appetizing down yes. there. Yeah, at Macca's. Macca's. You were like, guess, guess where I am. Right. And nobody could guess that it was Macca's. Right. It was, yeah. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I kind of put it in the background uh, where I was uh-huh. just, just just based a on. Hint. Right, a hint. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, footy, Australian rules of football. Course, footy. Yep. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think also, too. Uh, what else they uh, – oh, they had uh, – I know John Ingram. They, they have uh, a schooner. 
a pint. Oh, that's and, the big beer. Schooner. Yeah, schooner. Yeah, like this big. A pint and then a pod. A pod. What's a pod? It's about the size of this pencil. Oh, it's just tiny. It's like <laughs> it's a, tiny. Like a, a pot. Test tube. It's a pot. It's a, a pot. pot. It's a pot. Yeah, it's a, but it costs like four bucks. <laughs> but it's a pot. So you have a pot, you know, and you, if you want to really have a have a beverage, you get a schooner and then no, uh, that's like two. a pint. That's like two. That's like 40 right. ounces. Right. Yeah, you're like having a 40. It would be like having a try in the States. Right. Yeah, I, I, 40 or something. Yeah, so, so it's always fun to yeah. uh, to, to go down and, and just kind of learn some new so chin cool. wagging. Get some, so cool. Do some chin wagging. Uh, first time you tried yeah. Vegemite five years no, ago. I did not try Vegemite. You didn't even, you weren't into it. I do not try Vegemite. I, oh, I did it about 35 years ago because I used to hang around oh, Australia. Okay, a long time In Oklahoma okay. City. Over oh, here. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, I know about oh, that. Oh, there's a ton, ton of Aussies yes, in, in Texas and Oklahoma. Yes. But more in Oklahoma. Yes. From Oklahoma City University. They started at Oklahoma City. OCU. And then OU and OSU and OSU for Tulsa sure. also too. Oh, all, to all, you. To you. Yeah. All four places have uh, Australians all over the place yeah. have played at those, uh, especially in the, in the 70s and into the 80s and, yeah. and into the early 90s as well. So yeah. I, tried, I tried some Vegemite back in about 83, 84. I was like, no thanks. You know, that is not done. No, 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 it's, no. A, it's kind of a cooked yeast. It, uh, it's an acquired taste. It's um, like a reduction of yes. yeast and yeast, minerals. It's and yeast stuff. extract. I mean, basically. they say that it's like having a power bar. It just doesn't taste. No, it's no there's no power bar. Yeah, and there's no power. I'm sure there's got to be a little power. <laughs> it's no. like somebody wiped their rear end and then just put it oh, on some toast. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's awful. It's awful, huh? Yes. Well, this was great. Man, yeah. thank you, Craig, for giving all your, uh, your stuff down there. I want to leave you with one last one. A lot of times we ask our guests what they would do to change tennis or change something. I want to ask you, Oh, um, is there something from your trips to Australia? And it's, you know, it, it's not everybody's number one, like it is Chris Fowler, but it's but, certainly one of the top yeah. experiences in the world, even as an insomniac uh, viewer who, who can't get enough of watching it um, all the way here, 17 hours away from it. Tell us something that the people don't know about going to the Australian Open. That, One thing, uh, maybe they think they know, but they don't. Well, first thing is you don't fly economy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never fly economy again. And that, you're, you're not crazy tall, but you're on the tall man, side. That, so you, you leg room was rough, huh? Don't fly economy. Just get the business class. Just or get, get the upgrade. Upgrade. That, whew, that is not. Uh, and if you do, sit on the aisle because yeah. they'll let you get up. We flew on that big Airbus 380, which is a yeah. flying city. 500 people. Basically Massive. about 500 people. Wow. I mean, you, you look at that thing, you wonder how it gets up in the air. I mean, it's just. It's a it's a mechanical miracle. It is. You, oh, it's it's an engineering you know feat that you just look at this thing and go, man, that thing is. It's. I mean, it dwarfs every other plane around. Really? Oh yeah. It takes forty five minutes to load everybody. Yeah. And like I said, I saw Rod Laver for a second. I kind of waved at it. Yeah. He and, went on the top, and I went in the bottom. And it's funny, Rod Laver with the leg yeah. room up front, and yeah. you're close to six feet tall. Right. And you're in economy. Right. Yeah, right. It's okay. Well, okay. It's so one thing, one builds thing I, character, kids. It's it does. Okay. It does. You know, not not my character. I'm sixty. <laughs> I, I don't want to build no more character. <laughs> you built it. So so we have so my picture on, on Facebook. This uh, is kind of cool. Uh, right, so one thing I think this is the only place that they do this. The Australian Open ball kids hold one hand up and one hand down, down as I opposed see. to both hands. Yeah, yeah. Up. Like I'm showing yeah. these. Yes. Right. So I'm showing. So they, it looks like the Gator Jump at Florida yeah. Gators. If people are familiar with the, yeah, the Florida yeah. Gator, yeah, one hand, right hand up, left hand down. Yeah. So if they don't have a ball in their hand, they, they hold their hand down and they hold that right hand up. Up. 
How's that? Which one's empty? Or they're both? Uh, usually, it's right hand has the ball, you know, at, at top. And this one's and, empty. And empty if you have. So it's yeah. it's their way of communicating. Look, I have only one, one ball. or I have both. Two. Or they'll hold two like that. Oh, okay. Or however they do it. Yeah. yeah. So we, we uh, I think my Facebook. No, my Facebook picture is different now. Okay. So I, I had that at one time. It's cool. Then we met uh, a couple of kids at the Australian Open, and they, oh, they were telling us about it. I do remember the two really nice three young, of you. No, yes, four of you. Four of us. Like, and you had it in height. It was like yes. you, John, kid, kid. Right. It was stair steps. Right. Of, uh, yes, yeah. They were very nice. Blank. I now understand what that picture was. Right. Very good. Thank yes, you. Yes, yes. And so that was that was one thing about the Australian Open ball kids is they always hold one hand up. I thought And that's the was... only place. That they at the Australian Open, they don't do that at other thanks for, other venues. Thanks what do you for think clearing about that? that up. I thought it was some Bob Fosse, Twyla Tharp, uh, <laughs> no. Jazz Hands interpretive thing you were doing. <laughs> no. CBI. That's a little but, out of character. But, and here it is but, on a Sunday night live. We get very, to learn the real deal. Very Thank functional you. over fashion. Thank you. It's function over fashion. Oh, I like and it. So that the ball kids in Australia hold one hand up typically and one hand below their waist, yeah. and that's what they do. You know, when they have no balls, they put them down below, and then they had yeah. the, the the hand up with with the balls. Excellent. On them. Isn't that Excellent. amazing? See, you learned something new every day. I did. How's that? Was that my good brain one? went? I, that that's what I wanted. My brain went total Dennis Miller, Twyla Tharp reference, and uh, there we go. Here you are with something Bang. practical. Got it right there. Well done, buddy. Yeah. Well, fashion over fashion. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been an absolute blast. Thank you all. Um, I was about to say, stay tuned for the amazing um, uh, thirty-two minute interview with Shauna Barish Wilson. But don't stay tuned for it because the way this is going to air, that will be that will precede this, this segment. Right. Uh, it's kind of same week, same same vibe. Uh, so hopefully you hopefully you enjoyed this segment. I know you enjoyed the interview with Shauna and CB One. Huge thanks for the oh, trip. You bet. And the hat and the hat and the photos and the videos it was and fun. just this. Awesome, immersive experience from down under. Oh, it was, it was so great. Thank you. I'll go back again, but I won't fly economy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't and, do uh, that. Don't fly economy. And that's the only slam I haven't been to. And you can bet I'm going to try to do business class uh, myself. It, it, it's, it, uh, it's 20, 20 hours? 17. 17. Because you have a headwind that okay. you're going into to, to Melbourne from L.A. Yeah. And then it's 15 coming back. So if you count here to L.A. plus L.A. to there. It's, it's about three hours to, to L.A. Yeah. And then it's well, a little, a little yeah. time in between. Right. Yeah, and we had some time to, to so do seventeen plus four and a half. Yeah, so yeah. somewhere there, I'd, I'd say it's it's a twenty yeah, hour, 21, 20, it's a twenty yeah, uh, down 21. to Melbourne. Now Sydney, yeah. there is a direct flight from Dallas to Sydney. Gotcha, but it's another two hours. Yeah. on down to, to yeah, Melbourne, sort of like St. Louis to here. Yes, yeah, yeah exactly. Or so Chicago to mm-hmm. DC. So it, there's a little extra yeah. distance. So you don't when you get over there. I mean, it's big. I mean, Australia yeah. is as big as oh, the yeah, US. Yeah, it's not size, like it's yeah. It's not like it's just some little dinky. Uh, oh, that's a huge. It's a huge country and right. a country. Yeah, yep. it's both. But yeah. it's really it's. I would I would say put it on your to do list because it's I'm definitely. Doing it. oh, I'm doing it. it. And is, I almost went. This I'd time. go again. I'd go again. I, I, trust yeah. me. I, I you and I would John get a, did, did a good sales job on me. I just I didn't do it. We did commit to a couple things up here, so sure. I yeah. fulfilled that. And we'll have them on as a guest too. We did. A, yeah. I did a great, uh, really wonderful event uh, called Smashing Childhood Cancer. Uh, it was on. It was in the weekend of January twenty fifth and twenty sixth. It was for uh, an organization called Team Connor, and we will have the uh, Connor's mom, basically Joy who, Cruz. Yeah, Joy on the on the show. Very nice lady. Um, Check out their good work. TeamConnor.com. Oh, yeah. yeah. They have a website, so yeah. you can you can look that up yeah. uh, if you want to, because that, that's a really great cause. A lot of uh, yeah. Uh, they do golf. Uh, they, they do a golf one. They do a tennis, tennis one. They do nor- they, they raise do millions team. of bucks a year. Uh, this event was m- more in the hundred thousand dollar range, but Small. they do all these events all year round, and it was it was a blast for me to 
Uh, Craig and I did the live streaming and some footage. This year I did Craig's job and mine and emceeing. And you were in Australia. Good good reason to skip it. Sorry. But hopefully we'll all be back next time. And hopefully I will hit the AO one day. Uh, So thank you all. Thank you all. Uh, We're uh, signing off. Should we sign off now? Please do. Okay. Thanks for listening to Season 1, Episode 30 of At The Net Podcast. Be sure to tell a friend or friends as we like your peeps and hopefully they'll like us. And that's the tennis news as it It seems seems to to us. us. Good evening Good from evening. Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. And not- Craig, we're always really nice about, you know, if you like it, share it and all that. Yes. Uh, our producer wanted us to throw in a little more of a call call to action. Hit the like buttons. Share the heck out of this. Share it with your friends. Do a little word of mouth. You don't have to all, doesn't have to always be Facebook and whatever. And uh, gosh, enjoy the show. Bye. We enjoy doing it and yes. we hope you do too. Thank okay. you, everybody. Thank you. Good night.